What's up, everybody? You are now tuning in and listening to Cedric, Chris, Dempsey, and Justin, and we are the men of the year. Your mama's favorite group of men streaming on all major podcast platforms. So please subscribe to Men of the Year Pod for the latest content and leave a positive rating and review and let us know how we're doing. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram at Men of the Year Pod. And if you have questions, suggestions, need advice, or want us to discuss a specific topic, feel free to email us at menoftheyearpod at yahoo.com or shoot us a message on social media. We appreciate you and we thank you for joining us. Let's get to the episode. Men of the year, men of the year, men of the year, men of the year. What is going on, fellas? What up? Hey, what's up, man? It's Friday. It is Friday. Hey, um, we got ourselves a very special guest in the building. Uh, we got ourselves former colleague, great friend. We got ourselves Mark G in the house. Mark, how are you feeling, man? How are you? Good. Uh, a little bit nervous, like I was saying, you know, prior to the intro. Um, get out of here. <laughs> but like in general, I mean, it's hot as fuck here, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're out in like the desert. Twenty right now. And- mm-hmm. Yeah, where the fuck is he at? Arizona? Yeah. Bingo. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like fucking one twenty. And no humidity you know, even- though, right? Okay. Here's the thing: everyone always <laughs> says about Arizona. Yeah, it's hot, but it's a dry heat. 120 is fucking 120. Uh, no matter if it's yeah, humidity right, or not, right. like it's fucking hot. So right. sorry, that's my response. No, you're good, man. <laughs> talk, talk your shit, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, real quick, we we know that you tune in and, and you listen to men of the year, but we are even more appreciative that you have or you are joining us for this episode. It is gonna be a very delicate episode very delicate topic and uh you know we wanted to talk with you a little bit about it because it's a situation that a lot of people have experienced but it's also a situation that a lot of individuals will experience sometime in the future it's just a a common reality that we know is going to be a part of many people's lives and that uh that common reality is divorce but i mean before we even get into divorce and 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 talking about it i wanted to ask you and see if you could just tell us a little bit about who you are you know what you do just a little icebreaker type deal just to give our listeners a you know a quick snapshot of who mark g is yeah for sure so um you know most people don't know this because i don't walk around with a t-shirt on or anything but Um, I was born in Ireland and I moved to the States in 96 and, you know, just trying to like, you know, I got my citizenship, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But I remember in, in topic of this show, the only person, and I was thinking about this earlier before the show and I was getting stressed out. I remember the only person that I ever knew in Ireland that got a divorce was my aunt and my aunt got a divorce because her husband beat the shit out of her. But like Mm. no one else ever gets divorced. Like you cheat on someone or something like nothing happens. Like she was the only one that got divorced. So it was like so frowned upon. So yeah, like for me, I am not a religious person at all. I'm actually probably anti-religious to be honest. Mm. But to me, marriage was always like, okay, here's your one. And I never understood why Americans divorce so much. But yeah, anyway, so moved to America in 96 graduated college went to arizona state go sun devils um <laughs> and you know got a, a job at populous group with c like and then i've been i mean honestly doing really well ever since <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely um it's funny that you you brought up that you're from you know you're from ireland i remember being in a meeting with you i think it's uh we called it new climber orientation but it's now called a base camp and I remember we were having a conversation about food and barbecue came up and I, I made a comment. I said, I think you might have said something, but I said it immediately after you. I was like, if you don't like barbecue, you're not American. And you you rebuttal back with, well, I'm not American. I'm from Ireland. I was like, oh, well, let me just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I've never floored, bro, 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 bro. Like, seriously, 
I completely forgot about that until you just said it. I was like, oh, shit. That was a good comeback. (laughs) It was because it's the truth. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, man. All right. All right. We'll get this thing back on track, man. (laughs) It's all good. It's all good. So, no, I, uh, no, we, we appreciate that. Um, you know, so we're going to be talking about divorce here a little bit, but, uh, before we even just dive right into it, I mean, uh, I just want to, I just want to say this for, to our listeners and to you, Mark, like in no way, shape or form, any questions that we end up asking you, if you feel uncomfortable or if you're legally restricted to answer them by all means, please don't tell us to pump our brakes. Just want to be respectful of, of the situation that you were in or are in. And we want to always uh, be mindful of, of, you know, your, uh, your emotions as well as your mentals. So, Mark, what are your thoughts overall on uh, divorces and marriage? Uh, this is one of the fucking questions I knew I was going to get. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to keep this as brief as possible. And once again, guys, tell me to shut the fuck up. But the worst thing that ever happened to me in my life was when my grandpa died. Because I was the only grandson out of like fucking 11 girls. Ooh. So, like, we just had a special bond. So whenever he died... I was one of the pallbearers on his coffin. I'm like a fucking kid, like holding this thing up with grown ass men. Worst day of my life. Mm-hmm. Until I got served with divorce papers. Mm. Yeah, that one took the cake. Damn, yeah, I got right. oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, what what's the divorce rate in the U.S. right now? Forty nine percent. Yeah, it's at least. Yeah, it's over fifty. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the thing. Like I was saying earlier with my aunt, like she got divorced because her husband beat the shit out of her, and he's a fucking asshole. But like, you don't get divorced, and this is what people don't fucking understand. I was the biggest goddamn whore in the world. Seriously, see, call Bates right now and ask him. He will confirm everything I'm saying. Like, the biggest whore ever. And I married her. And whenever I married her, I knew I wanted to marry her. So, like, it just made sense. But, like, divorce, I just, I actually flipped out, uh, to be honest. So, so it kind of came out of nowhere for you? Or, like, yeah. did you have any, like, inklings that it was potentially like heading that way yeah yes and no so we were in we were in uh virginia tyson's corner just about maybe 20 minutes outside of dc Mm -hmm. and my company just got sold so i like had an equity check or whatever and uh i was like oh okay i'm gonna find another job here she's like well no i want to go back to arizona and I was like, well, I really don't want to go to back to Arizona. Like, I want to look for a job up here. I get paid a lot more here. And we're talking a difference between like 120 and 180K. Like, it wasn't just like, oh, I make an extra $2 an hour. So she's like, well, whatever. I'm just going to go back to Arizona by myself then. And I was like, well, no, you're my, you're my wife. Okay. So the next day I'm calling fucking movers to get us set up for like the next week or whatever. So we go back to Arizona and she's being like super, everything seemed like it was fine. But then she got like real cunty, like real cunty, like just super held off on everything. Like, and this is going to make me sound horrible. Didn't cook as much as normal or like, Hey, let's just DoorDash or Uber Eats or whatever. But anyway, so we're there. I get like super bored at home. Like I'm not doing anything. I'm playing like Nintendo Switch or PS4 or whatever. And I'm just bored because like it's it's summertime in fucking Arizona. I'm hot as shit. Mm -hmm. And my buddy, my buddy texts me one day and he's like, hey, do you want to go golfing? I was like, absolutely I do. So she told me. Do not drink before you go golf, but like while you're golfing. I was like, well, I'm golfing. I'm going to have some beers while I'm golfing. She's like, just don't drink. I'm like, okay, I won't drink. I did say that. I said, okay, I won't drink. I drank a lot. 
<laughs> like a significant amount of alcohol was drank. So I came home and she was pissed. So I slept on the couch. The next day she goes to work and the cops show up to the house. So the cops show up and I open the door and this little fucking prick cop, whatever you want to fucking call him, puts his foot inside like my door sill. Mm -hmm. And I was like, can you please get out? You don't have a warrant. He's like, are you Mark Gordon? I'm like, are you someone that's currently in my house? It's not allowed to be because I do have firearms and you're not allowed to be here without a warrant. And he's like, oh, are you talking about guns? And all of a sudden they all like go like for their sides. And I just look at him like, you need to call your sergeant or whoever is like more important than any of you here right now, because this is fucking stupid. They were harassing you. So they, they leave. And then like, I was a dick to him. A complete fucking dick. And then the next day I woke up, I'm like, well, fuck, she's fucking pissed off. Like, I'm just going to have, like, I'm just going to go have a mark day. Yeah. So I put my laptop in my backpack. I put my, uh, I put, like, whatever, like, just, like, my goodies in my backpack. So I went to the mall, and the mall has a theater. So I went to Rainforest Cafe, because I know the GM. He actually hooked it up pretty fat. Um, And then I went to go, I went to the Nike store and got, like, a sick-ass pair of runners. And then I went to go see Ford versus Ferrari, which is a great movie. And I was like, okay, I gave her like the entire day to herself. I come home. She's not there. Both of our cars are not there. Mm. The dogs are not there. And I was like, okay, like what the fuck? Mm. So she just up and left, took all the shit and now that... Well, no, no, no. That's not even the worst part. So she took, oh, damn. She took how, both the cars and the dogs. How'd she take two cars? <laughs> like, how'd you get home? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like I was Ubering back. But oh, okay. Like I'm just laying there. I and I think I watched I was watching like Criminal Intent or some shit like that mm. on Netflix. Oh, shit. Just, like, just like what the fuck? Like I'm trying not to get pissed off to the point where you want to fucking hit someone. Mm-hmm. like real mad because I'm like where the fuck's my jeep like see you've seen my Facebook my jeep was my baby yeah yeah I do remember seeing a couple photos and a couple statuses about your about your jeep man yeah, yeah it, so, get you where it hurts so all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and I open it up and it's the same asshole cop I was being a cunt to the night before mm-hmm um, I don't know if the other ones were the same, but the one I was a real dick to, he was like the main. <laughs> and he had this shit eating green grin on his face. <laughs> like it was fucking horrible. So fucking, I was like, what do you want? He's like, this is an order of protection. And they call it different things in different places, but it's basically a restraining order. Mm-hmm. So my wife filed a restraining order on me. I'm like, what the fuck? Well, I live here. They're like, you need to go somewhere. And I look at him, I'm like, I don't have a vehicle. My parents live in Tucson. It's an hour and a half away. Like, what the fuck do I do? And the cop I was addicted to just looks at me. He's like, not my problem. Like, Damn. His fucking, like he got his fucking comeuppance. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> he was enjoying that. Like he, enjoy, he enjoyed the fuck out of that. Right. So me, being the dumb idiot I am, I'm like, oh, okay, she's going to get a restraining order on me. So, so Mark, what, so what is your, um, your overall view on, on divorce? I mean, cause I know you said that going through that was probably one of the worst things that you've ever experienced, but I mean, is there anything else that you could think of that, you know, really makes you, you know, really grinds your gears when it comes to, to marriage and divorce? So I think it is the worst, it, it 100% is the worst thing I've ever dealt with. Mm. And I've been thinking about this for the last year, like, and this is going to make me sound morbid, but like, I actually thought like, okay, if my dad died, would I be more upset about that than this divorce? Mm. And in my mind, I don't know the answer. Like, that's how bad it was for me. Am I against marriage? No. 
And I'm going to tell you, motherfucker, something that I should never fucking say out loud. If she knocked on my door right this second and said, I want to marry you again, there would be no hesitation. Mm. 100% I would say yes, even though she fucked me beyond belief. Damn. That's some good pussy right there. <laughs> Just- <laughs> Wait, what? what? What'd you say? Why well, take that out? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Justin, he wants a repeat. He didn't hear what you said. I said, that must be some good pussy right there, bro. She fucked you over. You said, I still take it back. Oh, hell. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. That is awesome. Bro, honestly, honestly, it, it wasn't that good. Then why are you going back? Damn. Mm, that's a good question. Um, yeah. Like, you got I mean, that history. What like, history? Mm. I mean, like, it, like she took okay. a cheek. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you, you can like just go randomly like fuck some girl you meet at the bar or like some bigger than a 1.9 Uber driver if you can find them. Like a Lyft driver, they're usually like threes. Um, but you can just like bang someone randomly and it's like fun. Like I'm gonna say she wasn't gonna go late and she gave horrible head. Horrible head. So why are we going back, bro? Wait, what? You talking about your wife? Yeah, your ex-wife. Did she did all this horrible? That she was horrible in bed and horrible in head. Yeah. So, you know what? Hey, fuck it. Who am I to judge? Go ahead. <laughs> you tell your story. Oh man, that's wow. <laughs> like, but, but that's you, the thing. You speak your that's, truth, man. So I mean, we can't yeah, argue yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, I we can't argue. argue. Yeah, we can't dispute it or dispel it. That's your truth. <laughs> that, so and and the way the way we that's feel. What I'm to say like, hmm. yeah. The next question was like, how do you navigate through divorce, and what was the biggest pain and frustration? Myself was the biggest pain and frustration. Kind of got in your own way, you would say. Um, I was so, I was so, I was so fucking upset, like literally crying every single day, binging every single thing I could on Netflix and Hulu, all that bullshit. And I had zero motivation. So my first attorney, I like, he'd asked me for like 10 documents. I'd send him like three and then I'd go back in my room and to be completely honest with you, like drink a beer and watch Netflix on my computer. And I just like kept doing that. And all of a sudden it just like, like it didn't work. He was getting pissed at me and I got like pissed off at him for something. So I got rid of him and then I got a new attorney, but you also got to realize this, this whole shit happened during COVID. So we're having like zoom meetings with her, her attorneys, the judge, like it was like a fucking mess. Mm -hmm. But the, the one thing that this is my biggest fucking mistake, and this wouldn't happen to anyone else in the entire world. But so I sent my ex-wife an email and was basically like, you suck, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You're the worst person ever. I miss my dogs. Yeah, she took the dogs? Yeah, she took both my dogs. And the Jeep? Yeah. Damn, fuck get married. Oh, dude, like, trust me, prenup. But at the end of the email, I wrote, also, your fucking attorney went to school with me. I really hope she's as stupid as I am. So the first time I was in front of the judge on the Zoom meeting. They read the email. Word for word. And Damn. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, like, man. So. <laughs> I mean, the, honestly, the biggest the biggest thing is like even even your explanation that you go back like emotions get in the way of logical thinking. Okay, he's yeah. going back to get his dogs in the jeep. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but what I'm saying though is like, I mean, like in a right state of mind, he probably wouldn't have sent that knowing what it could have done or would have done, mm-hmm. right? Um, and like the the way he feels about her, the situation they had, all this other stuff, like. He's willing to go back, even though all this stuff's happened. So yeah, like, it's, like, it's all about strong bonds. Like whenever, like whenever it first happened, um, and then I was down at my parents' house, and then I spent a couple of weeks in California. 
just to like get away. Mm-hmm. But like the entire time I was just like fucking heartbroken, like heartbroken. Um, if I have my mindset that I have now back then, I think the divorce would have went a lot better for me as far as finances, because yeah. back then I was like, fuck this, fuck her, fuck her, fuck everything. Life sucks. Like if I had a little bit more level head during that time, I think it would have worked out a lot better for me. So that's one thing. So for example, my buddy, my buddy's getting divorced and I talked to him. I talked to him for like over an hour last night. His wife just left him and she says she wants to be separated, but she's going to file for divorce. And I was just messaging him back and forth. Like, dude, let's talk about this. And he randomly called me yesterday. I was like, you need to get an attorney, but you also need to realize this is going to be the fucking hardest thing you ever go through. Yeah. Like, I'm sure, like, I'm sure if you have like a kid or something, if you have a kid and your kid dies, like that would be the worst thing ever. But like, until I take the cake, this is up there. Yeah. Until that happens, like, this is the worst fucking thing. Like, I'm still fucking heartbroken about it. I kind of, I kind of sense that from you too, man. And it's not a bad thing. It just shows that you're human. And what ended up happening is one of the worst things that ever happened to you. And it sounds like it's something that you wouldn't mind taking back. And I'm sure that there's things that you would do differently. I'm sure that there's probably things that she would do differently, but it's just crazy. It just makes me think. Cause uh, I mean, don't, don't quote me on this and, you know, I reserve the right to be wrong, but I think, uh, more times than not, women, maybe like 70 to 80 percent of women who 70 to 80 percent of women are probably filing for a divorce. I don't think of the of all the divorces, you're all, saying 70 all, or 80. It's the yes. woman that initiates the divorce. I can. Correct. I think, dude, yeah, I can. That's, I can see that. Yeah. Um, but you know, you, you want you want to hear another shitty thing? So in the state of Arizona, you have to be a resident for 60 days before you can file for divorce. That's why she wanted so, to go back. Oh, so whenever, damn, she had whenever, 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 whenever he came back, like it was, I, I, it was the first day I want to say it may have been the second day. First day. She's like, I'm going to the DMV, change my address on my driver's license. And I was like, why? I still have my fucking ID with my parents' address from fucking, 15 years ago. So she goes and changes her license on the 61st day. We were back is when I got served. Damn. So Damn. she, she didn't mention any of this. This is all premeditated. That's why she didn't want to be where she was at. She wanted to come back to Arizona. Like, are you sure? Like what? So this is going to sound a little insensitive, but was there someone that she wanted to go back to? Or was it that she just wanted this to be done? Like, I mean, this is this is another one of those questions where you don't have to answer. But like to me, that sound that sounded pretty damn premeditated to me. Yeah. Oh, it was. was, Oh, it was. It was 100 percent premeditated. And me and my me and my family. um, So I'm the dumbest one in my family. Like everyone in my family has postgrads, and like everyone, like we're we're always talking about this, or we were talking about this. Like she planned that shit. The 61st day thing is like the nail on the coffin. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anyone else? I don't, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. So, is Be- how she, how's she going to get uh, two vehicles out of there? With, with yeah, just this her? sounds insensitive. Right. Women always keep something in the back pocket. Though. I don't had this from other females that told me they always got somebody in the back pocket. They, they might not fucking or talk to him like that. They know. But they that got a roster. Go, yeah, that shit go down hmm. you. Hey. Sorry, okay, so, so I So I got an answer for that, bro. I moved her from Phoenix to Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. In Pennsylvania, she claimed she was super upset because she didn't know anyone. And then I moved her to D.C. area. So. And most of the time I was working from home. So I like like I, I like I don't think there's anyone else. But she has excelled her career so fucking much. And this is this is the second, this is the main reason why I think she left me. So she was a teacher. She decided to stop teaching because she was going to go to Arizona State to get her MBA. So after like two or three weeks, she moved into my apartment and I just paid the rent. I was like, whatever. Oh, you a sucker, bro. 
Say what? You were so, you, so you met her and then you start paying her rent after a couple weeks? No, no, she, moved moved she moved in, but he was still paying the rent on his own place. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, okay. she moved in with me, and like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like she started doing all my laundry and like making me dinner every night. Like, fucking. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's. <laughs> just... so, <laughs> she does that for a while. She's going to ASU, and then, so like I said, she was a teacher making what, like thirty five k a year, thirty k a year, and. Yeah she needs to find a job. So she gets a job at this company called Zenefits and they're looking to pay her like, I don't know, 13, 14 bucks an hour or something like that. And she's like, bitching. She's like, I just got my MBA. Like Mm -hmm. I shouldn't be making this much money. And I'm like, listen, you were a teacher. You got to climb up the ladder. I mean, we, we know recruiting, right? Like you got to climb up. Mm -hmm. So She gets that job. We moved to another house. Um, I get a better job, better job, better job, whatever. And she gets it. Her like best friend from college, her mom hires her to work for United Healthcare. And it was like, I want to say $82,000 a year. But that, that was a big deal. I'm making uh, at that point, I think like maybe 120. So like, that's a fucking decent amount of money for yeah. like a young couple. Right. And she just like kept going. We moved back and she just, for some reason, like I just had in the back of my head, like she used me to get ahead and then ran away. Mm. I was thinking that, but I was trying not to be rude to say that. Yeah. But like, you see that though, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of getting those vibes a little bit. How long were you guys married for? Four years. Together for a total of six. See, I okay. think that's that's too long to to potentially be using somebody because I would I would feel like hey, three ladies years played a long game, bro. But, but three it. years is a long game. Like if it's someone that you're not attracted to or whatever, like that's still a lot of work. I think one year is a long emotion, time. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. why I was thinking like anything over three. And you said it's six was so double that. Mm-hmm. I think there, but, there were actual feelings and stuff. It's just it what it sounds like to me as an outsider, never been married longest term relationship I ever had was like two and a half years. Um, it sounds more like there was just a breakdown of communication somewhere along the line because she never, she never gave you any signs really that she wanted a divorce. She never told you about divorce, any of that stuff. So I feel like, you know, it could just be that you guys were so young at the time. You didn't know how to have those conversations. Oh, we're not young, bro. Well, how, how young you were said you? Guys it happened when you to our oh, I'm, well, I'm 36 now. This happened a year ago. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's still honestly. I think that's still young for for divorce. I can. Is it is it okay if I respond to you real quick? Yeah, yeah. Um. So, Chris, like, um, you you said there had to be signs or communication. Like, there wasn't a lot of communication. Like, our communication was basically like. Oh, hey, babe, what do you want for dinner? Or, hey, do you want me to DoorDash McDonald's in the morning? And then, like, after work at home, oh, hey, babe, do you want to walk the dogs together? Do you want me to take them? Um, it was never, like, actual intimate conversation, if that makes sense. Yeah, and that's what I was saying. Like, I feel like that was lacking. Um, and I feel like because and i'm going to say this because i still think that we are young as far as like relationships go like even at 6 years you guys you guys started dating at like 28 29 somewhere around there right so emotionally i i still think we are young and so it's hard for us necessarily to have like very deep harsh conversations around stuff like divorce to where i feel like the the breakdown of communication and not having that communication cause a lot of maybe the the dysfunction or this this disjointment that you guys were feeling and that's probably why it just came out of nowhere and that's so unfortunately me, like a big me, thing me, i think with couples let me let me ask you a question and if i'm getting off track you guys just tell me to shut the fuck up um so like my parents have been married for close to 40 years now um most older generation people are married for super long Mm-hmm. And obviously the divorce pandemic is like taking over, but like I've seen my parents fucking scream at each other. Like they mm-hmm. hate each other, but they stay married. 
Yeah, I think people didn't get divorced back then. I think no, it was very rare. Out. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. in today's like this is just my opinion. I feel like in today's world, you have to make a, a choice. You either get married for love or security. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people do that. So I think when you do marry for love, you kind of you're more willing to fight it and stick it out and stuff like that. And then also it wasn't as common. Wait, as can, it I, was. can I can I say something really uh, controversial? You're probably going to have to cut out. So men marry for love. Women marry for security. No, no, I get you. It's the same thing. So think about it this way. So like everyone right now, we care about credit scores, savings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, like you said, like men would marry for love. So like in order for me to marry someone that's doing worse off than me, I would have to love them. But for a female, if she's not really feeling a dude, like you said, like I said, you have to choose between love and security. So right. a female might choose a dude that's like, hey, he might not be the best looking, blah, 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 but he can provide a secure lifestyle where she might not necessarily love that dude like that, but he provides security. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like today people marry for love or security. Well, yeah. in today's society, too, it's all about instant gratification. Yeah. So they look at it and they're like, OK, well, I'm not really happy here. I could probably go find another person. I think. Um, mm-hmm. And just to kind of piggyback off of that, because I feel like maybe back in the older the older generation and in the, the times, I think a lot of couples, they they honored the duty aspect mm. of marriage, you know, respect, honor, loyalty, duty, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas nowadays feel like, or I think that a lot of, a lot of people are being sold that Disney fairy tale that you have to be happy. You have to, you know, um, everything has to be perfect. No, everything has. Ever. It, yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. And I think but, that's but, where the disconnect but, 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 is. But what, but what is it like? Why is it that like marriages in America have that 50 percent ish divorce rate where you look at a country like England, where it's at like 12 or 13, I think Sweden is like three. Like, what is it? Is it what you're saying? Like the values, like it's the culture i think i think it is yeah. the culture because i mean like 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 static was saying we all grew up with the american dream right all these grand like dreams um wants desires and it's basically and, like hey you work yeah. yeah you work hard enough you get it you you know say the right things or have the right size tits or like the right looks as a dude or whatever you can get the right culture. person but like it just what what happens is it it never shines a light on like the true aspects of it. So like what you were saying, Mark, with your parents that like would fight with each other. I mean, that's normal. Fighting is Mm -hmm. normal. What's not normal is never having a fight, never having an argument or like an argument happens and you basically just stop and go your separate ways. Like that's not natural. That's not, that's not something humans or any social creature can really habitate with. Like if you, if you look at any, any like uh, Justin, you bring up the the lions and the pride all the time, right? Like, there's always going to be some kind of dissension in some form. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's how you work through it, how you communicate it, what have you. Whether it ends up being you know divorce or or what have you, that all depends on what people do to remediate all the the issue. And I think in America, kind of like what we've been talking about, it's all about instant gratification. If if they don't think that it's going to work just because of an argument, they're not even going to try. And it kind of goes back to what you guys were saying, like other, other countries, they're actually honoring the the vows that they, they share and the words that they've basically exchanged. And, and like you, Mark, I'm not, you know, a religious person. So like, I would still take that as, you know, those, those words, that commitment is a very, very strong thing. And then, you know, people that are religious, they take it as a very strong thing, too. But I just feel like there's there's some kind of mishap in there. Yeah. So so fucking um, like going to what you were talking about, talking about, like, I am I am the dude that's like, if I come up and shake your fucking hand and say, I'm going to do something like I will do it. Mm -hmm. And if I don't do it, I will like die trying. And to me, that's what marriage should be. And I see so many of my friends, so many fucking family members or distant family members over here getting divorced. I'm just like, fuck, why didn't it work? But like whenever it happened to me, I'm not going to lie. It was the most embarrassed I had ever been in my life. 
like embarrassed. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure that you felt very ashamed of yourself. And yeah, I just like, like, you just think you're like not a good. failure, you know? Yeah, exactly. Failure is the best word. And then, and I know, like, I know it's all been very hard. And you mentioned it earlier that if she, she knocked on the door, she asked you to marry her again, you would. Like, so remarry, like being remarried is on the plate for you. So if you were to go and do that, what would you do differently? You know, how would you approach leading up to marriage? And then how would you actually approach the marriage itself uh, while it's going on to, to make sure that there is no divorce again for you, either between you and her or you and maybe the next one that you find that, you know, is someone that could be a life partner for you? Okay. You're not going to like the answer to this, this question. Oh, that's I fine. <laughs> um, would i get remarried no mm. i would not if she knocked on my door right now and said marry me again i would say yes because mm. like like i mentioned earlier i feel like everyone has that one mm -hmm. and hardly anyone finds it but once you have that one like it works she was she was she was good. She, she was your I, person. Like, I, I, exactly. She, she was, was my your person. person. Yeah. But I, I wasn't good to her. Um, mm, I, okay. I, I, I was, honestly, like, okay. honestly, it would take it would take a lot for me to get remarried. Like if I'm to someone else or just her. Like, cause I, like you're saying, like, you wouldn't get me remarried, but like technically you are. So you say you want to remarry someone else, but you would remarry, remarry her, correct? I would I would not remarry anyone else, but if she asked me to get married, okay. I would say yes. Gotcha. I really commend you for that last comment that you made. You said that you know you wasn't you wasn't good to her. I think that really takes a lot of um, a lot of intestinal fortitude to say because not a lot of people can or will admit that that they you know they had some thoughts. type of yeah yeah exactly. Thank you, Chris. You know they. They had no type of culpability in the entire situation. So, you know, like straight up kudos to you for at least discerning that, recognizing that and making it known, because that is one of the bigger steps that a lot of people have to take, especially in their own healing, because I know that you don't want to get remarried again. Um, but if it was to her, yes. Um, but that takes a lot of like I said, a lot of guts to admit into into saying. So, so like like you're saying that, like yeah, like I like I know I fucked up. I fucked up. Like it's it's either 100% my fault or she didn't actually want it. Like it's one or the other. Like mm -hmm. oh okay, I'm not happy with Mark. Leave Mark. But 100%, I fucked up. Like either way, right? So I remember there was this one time in our house in paoli pennsylvania and there's like fucking four or five inches of snow on the ground and like we're taking the dogs out to pee and all that stuff and do you guys use reddit yeah i, I, I look at it I, I do you know read it time to time. Yeah, so like i'll fuck with reddit I'll, like well back then not so much anymore but back then like i would like fuck with reddit and we were sitting on the couch one night watching I think Criminal Minds, actually. Yeah, great show. She's like, will you show me how to meet people on Reddit? Oh. And I was like, what? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, I'm just really lonely and bored. Like, I just want to meet people. And I was like, well, come hang out with the guys. She's like, no. So, like, that's, like, the one thing that kind of, like, sticks out, like, Maybe that was like the first step where she's like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. And then I take her to fucking DC. I don't know. Like, yeah. like I'm, I'm just going to say it right now. Like the divorce is my fault. I hope it's my fault, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel you on that one. Like I'm, I'm the type of person I'm not, it's not necessarily easy for me to go out of my way to, to meet people. Like, I'm still sociable, like when people are around and all this other stuff, but like, I can definitely see like, if I go to a different state with the the person that I care for or my partner or whatever, like I could see me being like, okay, well, like they're my everything. Like I, I need to meet other people. Otherwise it's literally just like, okay, well, what do I do? 
exhaust everything with that person and then you start resenting that person i think i feel like that could have possibly been like something that that started that that cascade for you mm-hmm. um okay so do you guys want to hear you're probably gonna think i'm an asshole but i'm gonna fucking tell you the story so this may be one of the fucking defining last factors so we're flying from uh virginia to arizona and we're flying to tucson where my parents live it's about an hour and a half south of phoenix her brother and sister live in Phoenix. Her parents live in this town called Pine Top, which is up by Flagstaff, a few hours away. So we fly in, get to my parents' house, and it's early. So like my mom and dad, my mom's sleeping, my dad's at work. And like whenever my mom gets up, she like makes us like this like massive lunch, all this stuff, like, like it's fucking great. And then she's like, oh, let's go, let's go to Phoenix. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Like I've seen my parent at this point, I've seen my mom for like less than 10 minutes. Saw my dad like in the drive home. So we take my mom's car because Crystal wanted to, and then go to her brother's house. And we were supposed to meet up with a bunch of my friends that I have, like ASU friends. Like, just go, you know, kind of party just, like, at the bars on the main road. And nothing happened. Like, it just got, like, slow, 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 slow. So, we had my mom's car because I was driving it. And I, I'm at her brother's place and, like, she doesn't want to fucking do anything. So, I left her at her brother's place. Oof. Like I, I legit left her there. The next time I saw her was whenever she got on the plane and sat next to me on it. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. That sounds like you might have been shooting yourself in the foot a lot. Man. <laughs> well, but it also kind of sounds like she was kind of anchoring herself away from him and his family, though. After yeah. 10 minutes, hey, let's go up here. Hey, do you want to do anything? No, I want to stay here. Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, there's always there's always like more to a story, right? Everybody's yeah. side and everything like that. So like I can't make any inferences, but like from the things that I'm hearing, it kind of sounds like she'd already made up her mind. Like, cause yeah. you guys are, this is, this is on your move back to, to Arizona. Right. So, I mean, she already had, oh, that this, idea. no, 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 this is a this vacation. Is like a random visit. Oh right? yeah. A year and a half. Oh, this is a vacation. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. she, she came back. She just wanted to hang out with her brother and her family. That's the thing. She never wanted to hang out with my family and you know, like no one ever said anything like during the marriage, but after the marriage ended, like my family, every, I'm not even fucking joking. Every single person was like, they're fucking nuts. They're fucking assholes. Mm. Huh. Huh. Yeah, and I don't know if they're saying that to like make me feel good. I mean, let's be real. I mean, yeah, no bullshit, but I mean, I hope, I hope my family and these guys let me know before I tie the knot if some crazy shit's happening. So, like, any red flags, please, please, please let me know. Yeah, I don't think I would hesitate on that. No, don't get me fucking started on that. Both my sisters and my mom said, you know what? I didn't think it was a good idea for you to get married. I'm like, really? It's a little (laughs) fucking Yeah, say it before. (laughs) Don't say it after. Fucking hindsight's always 20-20. Always 20-20. So, um, so I got one quick question, you know, we'll go ahead and wrap everything up. So, I mean, you know, I, I know that power through the divorce and it must have been really tough, especially during COVID, because, you know, you can't really see anybody visit anybody. So I'm sure that that, you know, has some type of effect on you. But just like any overall advice that you would give to people who are experiencing divorce or will be going through divorce? Get an attorney. <laughs> yeah. But do not like don't wait. send emails calling people cunts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I got a question though, because I, I I wanted to ask, was the judge a female or a male? Uh she was a female. Yeah. yeah. Knew it. I knew it. It was like a bunch of females against I feel like was your attorney male or female? I'm like, damn, he lost the dogs and the vehicles. I'm like, damn, did you get anything out of the marriage? <laughs> 
I'm gonna guess Damn. no. Damn, yeah, you should have did that. Bro. Damn, that's what I was like. Damn. Okay, okay, I I did another thing that fucked me. Okay? <laughs> oh god, there's another thing. <laughs> this thing keeps coming out of the woodworks, man. Damn. So I I like I told you guys earlier, I flew to California. You so with a hooker. I mean, he did fuck the one point nine. Yeah, bro. So, yeah. Down bad. Listeners, so, don't do anything this man right. So, Mark, you're basically saying as soon as you got, like, served with the papers but not finalized the divorce, you started doing your thoughtery again. Damn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. For sure. To do my thoughtery. <laughs> I like that. Anyway, so, like, I'm, like, I'm about to fly to California to, like, just stay with my sister for a couple months. And I realized, like, oh. I don't have my laptop. Oh, my phone's like two years old. So I go to the Apple store and I spend like $4,000. Damn. On both of our credit card. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Uh... Oh, man. So the, the, the attorneys had a good one with that. <laughs> I bet they did. Yeah. You know, um... <laughs> I don't have anything to say to that. Oh man, no, this is. Uh, I still want to know what he got off the divorce, bro. Because it's not like he lost everything. I still want to know. I'm sorry. Oh no, I, I, oh bro, I lost everything. Plus, um, I just got served papers. I have to go to court. It doesn't say if it's online court, Zoom, or like in person. But I also have to pay all her attorney fees. Mm. I really shouldn't have called her fucking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm yeah. sorry. If I if I was an attorney and I saw something like that, calling me or my person, I'm like, oh, let's try and milk that shit. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna pay for everything. No, offense. and I got a female judge too. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We about to we about to go for the gusto. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is she even like the dogs? Oh no, she loves him. She loves him. Oh, okay. But what the Jeep got to do with it? That's the fucked up part. See, that's he, thing, like bro. he loves his Jeep. So I know. Like, yeah. Plus, what's she gonna do with two vehicles? Exactly. I'm sorry, but that's fucked up. No, she no, she sold my Jeep. Like I knew it. I I'm sorry. I don't, I don't I don't know how the judge allowed her to take both vehicles though. Like that to me is pretty fucked up. Like I know how. <laughs> I know how. <laughs> I mean, I know how, but I just don't. It to me, it seems, I know why. It seems a little unethical. Just saying. Yeah. No, okay. So, okay, this is this is, <laughs> this is the legal fucking reason why she was allowed to sell the Jeep. I, I'm not. I'm like 99% sure she sold it. I was told she was, but who knows? The Jeep was worth something like forty thousand dollars. Let's say. But I had like $30,000 worth of work done to it. Mm-hmm. Mm. And supposedly she sold it for 40 k And all that work I put into it, like, not. Yeah, because Jeeps are not cheap to, to start no, off with. No. So. They're not cheap to maintain. But the resale value on Jeeps are amazing. But yeah. so I'm assuming this is a Wrangler. Like, when we're talking Jeep, we're talking yeah. real. It had to have been Jeep, a, a Wrangler. Had to. Oh, so the week before we got married. Um, my bachelor party actually went to like a Jeep dealership afterwards. And I was like, you know, driving around, fucking around. And I was talking to Cuntface, and I was like, I'm at the Jeep dealership, blah, blah, blah. Like, like I've always, like, I've always wanted a fucking Jeep. So then the next day I come home, it's like a Sunday. And she's like, well, what do you want to do today? I was like, oh, nothing, whatever. And we're just sitting around. She's like, let's go to the Jeep dealership. I want to drive around some Jeeps. So we go there, test drive Jeeps. And we find this one. I was like, holy shit. She's like, you have to buy it right now. I was like, well, are you sure? Like, we're getting married next week. Like, is this really a good fucking idea? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. So that bitch later. <laughs> so I, 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 traded, I traded in my Beamer. Which I owed like twelve thousand dollars on, put zero down, so I had negative equity of like over sixty thousand dollars for this goddamn car, Jeep, and it was either eight hundred and like twelve dollars a month 
with oh. both our names or $804 with just her name. So I was like, oh, we're getting married next week. I love you. Oh, yep. okay. Man. Yep. Yeah. Both names on that vehicle. That's right. Yeah. 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 All right. He also said earlier too one of his one of his things of advice prenup. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't think that this would never happen to you, fellas or ladies. Prenup. I'm getting a prenup. So, listeners, if I'm a married one of y'all, I'm not. Right, right. You know, like, 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 like a prenup. The prenup's not enough. It's so, not. Yeah, I think that's like, the misconception about prenups. Like, yeah, so like I one, and you're 100 protected and safe. Like when I told you that, um, whenever like I like moved her in, and she was just like you know cooking and cleaning and all that stuff technically she didn't come in with anything she walked out of the marriage with a fuck ton like let's say i took everything she had her income her cars all that bullshit so i don't i don't know i don't know what the answer is i mean marriage fucking sucks and no i'm i'm not gonna get married again i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put my myself in a position to get hurt that bad again yeah no bye Hey, that's hundred percent understandable, man. Um, whew, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that this was a little lighthearted because this is a pretty serious conversation. But you know, we had to tell. Topic. Yeah, for sure. Um, but we're at the end of the of the episode, Mark. Uh, we like to do something that's called uh the pop culture yeah. theme of the week, and uh, you know, what whatever you choose must uh power you through the week. You know, I'll, I'll go first. I'll let all of our listeners know that uh, mine for this week will probably be uh, Naruto. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I always, I, I'm a big fan of anime. I love watching Naruto. That's actually my favorite anime. I just love the 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 uh, the plot, the the story behind it. You know um, how he's progressed throughout his entire life. You know, he, y'all just gotta go watch. Leave it. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta go watch the series if you haven't. There's about 700 episodes between the two between the two series, so it'll keep 700. Yeah, 700. Yeah, I watch. I like binged watch it during the entire. And he pandemic. probably watched, he probably watched the English version, which is garbage. I did both actually. I did both. I appreciate because because the thing is, I mean, I used to watch it and then I stopped watching it until like 2008. So I had a lot of catching up to do. So, but yeah, I would I would definitely say that Naruto is my pop culture theme of the week. Next, I don't know how to answer the question. Like I don't. Oh, there's no question. Um, Could be anything. Well, here let's let's do Dempsey. Dempsey, you go next. Uh, for me, actually, be um about the attack on Cabal. Actually, yeah. Yeah, mm. for the the twelve soldiers that were killed, thirteen which, or thirteen. Yeah, it's the worst um, uh, on American any loss. yeah loss in over a, a decade. And um, so I hope that we bring any type of justice. You know, for that's what Biden is saying. Actually, that is going to happen. So hopefully, we can get that taken care of real soon. So. But at the same time, that means more losses too on our yeah. side too. That's the sad part that people don't. Or get. or another another situation where we get ourselves into another potential sub nine eleven or something like that. Which I mean, lives lost is lives lost. It, it's not good for anything. Hey, fuck no. them! I don't give a fuck about them. Not like I'm saying the fucking people over there. Yeah. Right. No, but like the, like the issue is ISIS over there. ISIS four or whatever the fuck they want to call themselves. Yeah, they got different forms of ISIS now. That's, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like blood ISIS. They hate the fucking Taliban and they hate Americans. Like it's it's completely fucked. Um, actually, like if I was gonna do some pop culture thing, you just stole mine. Like, yeah, mm. this is yeah, it's driving me nuts. 
right, well, we'll we'll let you go last, Mark, so you can keep thinking on it and pondering it. Chris, what you got, you... Justin? Because oh, right. <laughs> I, I thought I thought Justin's was going to be that. Dempsey, yeah, that, you pulled was. that one out of nowhere. Yeah, Dempsey's been like all on his like old music and shit like that, and then yeah. like, all of a sudden he's like, I'm going to pull this out. Justin's been the only one I've been seeing like posting stuff about it today. <laughs> no, nah, but no, it's sad. Like I said, at the same time, like I can't disagree with the current person in office or say anything negative, but um, it's just it's just a bad situation overall. I mean, we spent 20 years over there mm-hmm. for this to happen. So I'm not trying to get political, but like, yeah, that was my event for the week that I wanted to talk about, but I'm glad somebody else uh, brought it up. So thank you. Mm-hmm. And I am sorry for those people that uh, that lost their lives and the families that are affected too. So. Definitely. What you got, Chris? Um, Not quite as heartbreaking yet or hopefully won't be uh my brother actually just recently moved down to new orleans uh, oh, he's been loving it down there the only problem is, is now they've got a category three heading their way mm-hmm. uh, it'll be landfall in two days Cannery, uh, right? so there's an emergency uh maybe i don't know what it's called but it's like it's, uh, something with an eye they've got uh oh. emergency um, emergency evacuation for most of louisiana right now uh he's gotta go uh he's gonna go stay with some friends up in austin but uh they're they're thinking it's gonna be as bad or worse than katrina because it's most likely gonna turn to a category four once it hits landfall yeah so uh hearts prayers everything you know out to those people uh hopefully since we do have more advanced warning and everything, people are going to take this one more seriously because I know there were a lot of people that, that stayed for Katrina. Uh, mm-hmm. And hopefully there's a lot of people that can get help to get out because I know not everyone has the capability to. So, All right. Thank you for, for sharing sure. a light on that, man. For sure. All right, Mark. Moment of truth, my man. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> you already did. Oh. <laughs> what's gonna all right so to help you out mark what's gonna get you through okay okay see that you think in football charles no uh, peanut tillman pat tillman pat tillman oh pat tillman oh okay he was the u.s ranger that was killed by friendly fire right yeah he's the professional player played for the cardinals yeah he left the cardinals to play um or not to play, sorry. He left so, the Cardinals to serve as a Ranger with his yeah. brother, by the way. Um, but same thing, going over the whole fucking Afghanistan thing. I mean, there was just a bombing that happened within the last two hours outside the Kabul airport. Um, like, it, like, like, it sucks. But you know what the worst thing is? And what really pisses me off about the whole thing? It's not the Americans getting out because if you're American anywhere, like, yeah, you're in danger of getting killed. Don't get me wrong. But if you, like, run to the right place and raise your hand, like, you're taken care of. There's thousands of fucking Afghans that helped translate. They helped American troops. Like, I'm sorry. They need some type of, like, refugee status. Yeah. I, that, that's what they're doing. So that the people that they're transferred oh, out that's, are that's the people. The thing, that's the thing. They're they're not doing it. No, they're like so they're so they have a agreement where there's certain countries that are allowing them to come there. Um, so there's like more to it. But like say like they're they're like shutting these people out of there. Like uh, and then there's been like 18 planes that were given to them. So once they once they they're taking military uh, planes out. And then once they get to a certain destination, there's like 18 planes that uh, a couple countries have given up. And so they're working on where the, where they could go um, as refugees and stuff like that. So they are working on that status and stuff like that for them. But um, like I said, I don't, I'll talk about it offline, about like how I really feel about that situation. Yeah. Because um, Justin's, Justin's active right now. So, so um, but no, like I said, they are offering those people. Uh, they are trying to help them. I mean, last I heard that they were uh, shutting out about like nine thousand people a day. Um, so they're getting people out, and then the sad thing, there's still Americans that are actually behind the line that the Taliban has uh, drawn. So it's um, it's 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 just a shit show overall. I think. Um, yeah. so that's all I can really, I guess say. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man oh man uh yeah yeah let's go ahead and wrap this up gentlemen hey mark thank you so much for swinging by and you know um allowing us to to hear your truth man um i know that probably wasn't easy to talk about but you also put a very uh light-hearted and um comedic spin on it too so uh it wasn't as somber as i thought it would be but hey man you know this platform is yours if you ever want to come back and and uh talk or discuss or what have you we would love to have you back here man so so thanks again we really do appreciate you for coming by and, and talking with us so yeah for sure and you know going back into the topic fucking uh this was actually calming for me good if that man. makes if that makes good. sense like it's, it does yeah yeah like bullshit about it talk about it but yeah yeah thank all you guys i really appreciate it yeah, yeah man absolutely absolutely man like i said please that's come like back. the purpose of the show yeah uh-huh. yep and, and get things off your chest that's been bothering you so um yeah if you guys want to be a guest on our on an episode uh feel free to email us or hit us up on our social media handles at men of the year pod but our email address is men of the year pod at yahoo.com we love to have you guys come through chop it up with us and uh we all kind of just go from there taking one step at a time but you know we are the men of the year your mama's favorite group of men till next time peace men of the year men of the year men of the year men of the year 